This is Shutters Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to episode 494 of Shutters Inc. We are back for 2021. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com, and joining me via Skype from Melbourne, Victoria, it is Mr. Glenn Lavender. How are you? You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> there you go. They thought we were gone. <laughs> they hoped we were you, gone. You were hoping 2020 would claim us. <laughs> you notice that Patreon went up significantly asking people to not do another show? <laughs> uh, Anti-Patreon. There you yeah. go. How, how was your Christmas? You know, it, was that this year, was it? No, it wasn't. It was, well, it was the year. tail end of um, last year. Actually, now that I think about it, it probably wasn't that flash, all things considered. See, most, most Christmases are at the tail end of the year, I've noticed. <laughs> yes, I have noticed that. I've noticed that. It's, it's funny. I mean, it's nice to put it in summer and all, but for those people like North, they get it in winter. Yeah. But I mean, they should at, at least do it every second year yeah. in July. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. So they get a chance to have a nice warm summer. We get a, a warm, warm Christmas. Christmas. And we get a nice, nice cold Christmas. Yeah. That, that, that only seems fair. I mean, why, why should they get it all? Well, I know that in the New South Wales snow country, and I'm assuming the Victorian snow country does the same thing, they do Christmas in July. Yeah, same, but it's not the same, is it? No, it's not the same as actually having Christmas in July. Probably not. <laughs> Every second year, uh, July 25th, Christmas. <laughs> Southern Hemisphere. But shouldn't it be June twenty fifth, really, to be six months apart? If it's colder in July, yeah, I know. <laughs> Mind you, my kids had a birthday party at a water park on Sunday, yeah. and it was sixteen degrees. Oh, oh that's brutal! And, and pretty cold, blasting winds. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. There was somewhat on the frozen side of a popsicle. Yeah, you know? I bet. Yes. Uh, no, Christmas was actually, it was okay. Yeah. You know, as, as we said, a month passed, um, end of November. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of, you know, first Christmas without both parents. And my sister and I, who are the only siblings here in Australia, my brother lives in London, right. um, we both sort of moved up the table a notch. Right. You know? <laughs> to So we're now at the end of the table with the oldies ends, with the... With, right. with the the, the the vestige of the the, the the elders of the family, shall we say? You yeah, know? yeah. And that, that's fairly imminent, you know. That yeah. it's 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 now past to this, and uh, we're next next cab off the road. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as the case may be. But uh, yeah, look, um, regarding my mum, I've got to spend the last seven days of nights with her. Oh, that's great. I, I slept on a uh, a camp stretcher next to her bed for. For seven nights and yeah, right. sat and didn't leave the room pretty much except we had the toilet for seven straight days. Wow. She wasn't really there. She wasn't there. There was no, yeah. no consciousness any time during that and she withered away to a, a slightly slightly breathing skeleton. Yeah. Uh, so that was yeah it was sad it's hard to, see, to watch. Very hard to watch. And yep. uh, but um, you know you know when you put your parents into or your parent into a, a care home yeah. Um, you wonder what kind of care they're going to get. Yes. You know what place is actually like. You was worried and not having me, not being able to see mum for eight months before the end because of COVID. Oh, of course. Was was, was extremely tough. You know. Uh, no, and especially the last two months, knowing she was declining fairly rapidly and not being able to go. Yeah. So it was quite a shock to go and see her because it had gone from you know what you remember to what you got. Yeah. 
It's a hell of a difference. Yeah. But the people of the camp. Now, my mum, my mum should have died eight, nine days before she did. Right. So she somehow held on for eight or nine days, well beyond anyone's expectation, to the point that we were injecting her with morphine at five times the amount that, not me, but the doctors yep. uh, and the nurses, at five times the amount that took my dad out in right. one go. Wow. She was getting that every two hours. Wow. <laughs> every two hours for days. And the doctors would come in, they're like, oh, I don't get it. Yeah, this is, this is uh, unheard of. <laughs> Nurse, uh, the nursing staff was so beautiful. This is uh, the most important bit was they would call in on their day off or call up on their day off to see how she was. Wow. To see how happened yeah they come in and they come in and they'd say goodbye because at the end of their week shift yep. and they'd all be crying and stuff and there were genuine tears and genuine upsetness that uh, yep. that they had to leave her yep. and then they come back that was like friday afternoon then they come in back in monday walking what the hell are you doing here yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they go on yeah, for another four or five days and be going off shift again and she's all laying there but uh, but the, the, it, it reminded me a bit. But when my dad passed, he he had uh, a really bad diabetes and kidney problems also. But his specialist doctor came into the to the room and cried. Yeah, right. And and that's not something you see, you know. You, no. You, and then then here and the all the staff they'd always be popping in and you know. I, I, so I I lived, I lived there for for they fed me for they fed me breakfast, lunch, dinner, morning, uh, most mornings and afternoons. Um, they they forgot one afternoon tea. <laughs> Uh, so well, just for your money back on, well I'd go back and down on you know? <laughs> give them a <laughs> negative go. review on Yelp you've <laughs> <laughs> got me cuppa but yeah they'd come in 10 o'clock at night and offer you a cup of teas and bickies and stuff yeah, you know nice. and, uh, great care and, so, uh, and it was it was one of the, not the it's hard to say that the wrong word is joy yeah. but it's one of the honours of my life to spend those seven days with her yeah, sure. Uh, I don't think in my entire fifty-five years that uh, she was, well, well, fifty-four years that she was cognizant of brain that I, in my life I ever heard her say she loved me. Is and that right? I don't ever recall much of ever having a hug. Wow. Yeah, explains me a fair bit to a few people. But I got to in those seven days, even though she wasn't there, say I loved her, which is once again something never been said in life. You know, yeah, right. Times and, and, and lay and just stroke her hair and just just sing songs to her and just 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 be silly, you know, and just yep. just just share. So it was it was a, a, an amazing thing, you know. Yeah. And it's funny that I was I was not sleeping. Yeah, you know, I was I was laying next to her, but I was doing my normal stuff of you know, hour and a half, two hours sleep a night, broken. Yeah. And uh, on the last night, I was awake. Uh, they came for the two o'clock injection. That took like 205, 206, and I was awake. I put my head down, just, just dozed off. And at 215, the tap with the shoulder and said she's gone. Wow. Within that nine-minute nine window, you know? Yeah, right. And, and so, so I popped up because I was, you know, wasn't really, hadn't really got deep sleep yet. Uh, I popped up. I said, good on you, Mum. And yeah. that was it, you know? It was okay. And, and, yeah, and funny enough, by chance, bringing it all to a, a climax, yesterday we read the will. So, you right. know, it's... Uh, and the ass paperwork that's involved now. They've <laughs> got to probate and yeah. get, get the Supreme Court and all this, this stuff. And so we've got lawyers in. We've got the lawyer to do all the work. It's yeah. just, it's just, that's why you hassle and paperwork. So, so that's, uh, that was good to kind of, you know, finalize all that stuff. And 
Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it was, you know, it's, no one likes to lose a parent. As Oscar Wilde said, to lose a parent is tragic. To lose both is quite careless. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I think from memory, I put that quote up on, on Facebook and uh, Cass Tippett, the, the lovely Cass, she's, yeah. she's a, love, a lovely American girlfriend. <laughs> she popped the line said that, uh, you know, that uh, she didn't think I could get any better. And then I go and quote Oscar Wilde, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. He, I just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just, yeah, but we've been watching Cass's feed <laughs> over, over the Trump era of the last few months, <laughs> and, uh, and watching. Uh, and I saw funny enough, tonight is it's, it's the twentieth here. It's, no, it's the nineteenth here in Australia. Well, in Australia, it's currently the twentieth, but uh, in America, it's the nineteenth. So uh, technically, it's, it's the last Trump day today, but that's yes. like twelve hours. But um, what, what, what a guy and over there put a fabulous little post up. The the weather bureau has just issued a forecast for all the United States. It's going to be minus forty five for the entire day of the twentieth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you got to say yeah. Regardless of anything, there's been some hell of funny memes. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah! Never watched Andy Rainbow YouTube videos. No. Um, go watch Randy Rainbow, Bruce. Right. Uh, he does parody songs on Trump, and he's he's, he's fabulous. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely worth a watch. Uh, so yes, that that that's all. Yeah, the world's the world's pivoting. It's changing again, isn't it? You know. Yeah. So uh, ushering a new era, and uh, I, I was mentioning to my kids today. I said, uh, I said, to ask smart device how long the Spanish flu went for. Right. And, uh, and technically, it's you know, almost three years it went for, and they were shocked and said, "Yeah, because COVID is not just a twenty twenty thing, you know. Yeah, it doesn't end on thirty first. Yeah, yeah, it's it's two or three year long saga. Yeah, you know, basically. Yeah, so so my Christmas is pretty good, and I've been on school holidays with the kids ever since. So I've been really <laughs> busy trying to keep them entertained and. We went away for a few days up uh, to the mountain, the mountains, and by mountains I mean the hills uh, for our North American friends. Yeah, because uh, our mountains are not very big. Uh, <laughs> up in, up in the Alpine country, as we do every year for a few days, and nice. that's kind of it. We're taking out surfing lessons, so I've been doing a little bit of you have another lesson to my kids. Not much. Oh, oh, your kids have right. Okay. Uh, no, no, the kids have taken up surfing. Right. Uh, so we surfing lessons for Christmas because we've got this massive wave pool uh, system about 20 minutes from our place oh, okay. uh, outdoor man-made wave uh, surfing it's a, it's a surfing beach yep. or two surfing beaches all you know um, and you go there and you can either just go if you already can surf you just go there and pay to surf for an hour or um, you go there and get lessons and learn how to surf and yeah, cool so pretty good so nice. uh, we went last week time it was uh, 38 degrees and there's no shade <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like another hundred, I think, an American. In, in, yeah, that's in over. Old, that's yeah. over a hundred. Yeah, that was, that was pretty toasty. Yeah, <laughs> tomorrow's gonna be much cooler. I think they're forecasting. Um, I think it's about uh, thirty-six. This <laughs> 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 is, is the, the craziness of the weather system. The weather. I mean, up the other day, they were they was they were learning to surf in. Four, in 38 degree temperature, two days later, they're at a water park in 16 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's just madness. That weather is all over the place. You know? yeah. it's, uh, it's extremely bizarre. Yeah. So, how was your Christmas, friends? You, ha- you had some dramas? Well, it sucked. 
basically, Um, you know, um, just to recap, April of last year, I was supposed to fly to Western Australia to see uh, my dad and my nan. My nan is now 95 years of age and, well, she was 94 then, but uh, has dementia and, you know, is going downhill quickly. Uh, that, of course, got put on hold because of COVID, um, and Western Australia basically shut their border to the whole of the rest of Australia because... Yeah, they've been trying to do that for years, though, I think. Yeah, yeah they, they had, you know, basically no cases of COVID whatsoever. Yeah. They opened up their border to New South Wales about two and a half weeks before Christmas, and yeah. I thought to myself, okay, I've got two weeks forced annual leave uh, from work, so I'm going to rip over there for five days, uh, see my nan, see my dad, whom I have not seen since January 2016, hey. and uh, yeah, I have not seen them since then. And Actually, I think I've seen my dad since uh, 2017, similar. Was that when he passed away? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> so anyway, I was I was all booked to fly over there on Saturday the I think it was about the nineteenth of December and at six o'clock on the Friday morning I get an email from the West Australian police saying you are not permitted to enter Western Australia. Yeah, wow. yeah. So what had happened was Sydney Northern Beaches had had a, an outbreak of like four cases or something, and uh, and so Western Australia basically tarred the entire state with the same brush and went, none of you are welcome. Um, and so yeah, my not not only did I receive the email saying you're not welcome, but yeah, by the time it came Saturday morning, the uh, the flight itself had actually been cancelled. Oh, really? So as a consequence, I didn't get to go, and I still haven't seen my dad and my nan since January of 2016, yeah. so it's now been five years. And, you know, both the airlines gave me... Um, you know, a deferral on the on the travel, and, yeah. and one of the airlines said, you know, we'll give you this deferral uh, that you can rebook before the end of March. If you don't use it before then, then you'll be up for a one hundred and twenty dollar rebooking fee. And I said, I said, well, I will accept those terms on the condition that I'm actually able to fly to Western Australia before yeah. the end of March. Because if I'm not, you'll be sticking your booking fee where the yeah, sun don't exactly. shine. What they say that. And they said, yeah, absolutely, we understand. Stand, you know, we, we have to put, you know, some sort of limit on it, but obviously those limits will change if, yeah, you know, yeah. travel's not available. So, yeah, they've got to set some, somewhere. Yeah. So, as yeah. a result, uh, I stayed here and we had a, a pleasant Christmas morning, just the three of us by ourselves. And then we drove down to Sydney after lunch and uh, had a family get together. We were still allowed to have a, a family gathering of 10 people in Sydney. So, wow. Uh, we had a, a family get-together. We booked ourselves a motel about a kilometre away from my brother-in-law's house where we were having the get-together. Uh, Couldn't so- any further away. <laughs> so we left the car there and then, you know, walked across. That way we we could all have a, f- a few drinks and then walk back to the motel for walked the night. Walked a whole kilometre after booze. That's right. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, you know, Boxing Day morning, got up. Went to Pancakes on the Rocks for breakfast and uh, and then drove home to the Central Coast in the afternoon. And that's it. Yeah. So that was our Christmas. 
And of course, then the you know New Year's Eve was pretty lame because there were no fireworks because they cancelled the fireworks. Didn't that's they? it. So um, yeah, we we actually caught up with some friends up here on the central coast for for New Year's Eve. Um, yeah, and that's about it. So Man. yeah. Okay, and how about you, listener? How was your uh, Christmas? <laughs> that good, huh? Non-responsive bunch, aren't they? Non-responsive. Then again, it's a question without notice. That's true. That's true. We're asking it at the end. Yeah, that's true. And then at the end, just leave like a bottle like 15-minute blank nothing. So should we we talk some photo stuff? Has there been any? Yeah, there's a little bit. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give give our listeners a bit of a heads up. Yeah. Our listener, a little bit of uh, that, because there's probably only one left. There's a big gap. Yeah. (laughs) Tamron Japan sent me an email. Right. Got a new lens coming out. We went to the Straight away, it's like, oh, do I really want to do this? And then I've gone, hang on I haven't earned any money since February. Maybe I, maybe I should say yes. <laughs> so come February 5, I'm receiving, or hopefully about February 5, I'll be receiving a new, or a couple of new versions of a new lens. Yeah. It's a 50 mil prime. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I'm going to be on a, uh, a, a pulling my hair out mission, trying to find something to bloody shoot. So here's a, here's the thing: for the first ever time, they said, "Oh, can you send us a you know, a mood board of the type of things, you know, the, the location yeah. you're planning to shoot?" Right. Now I, I did my diligence and I ignored it for two weeks. <laughs> and then there's another one saying, "Is everything okay?" I ignored that for a week. I, I responded today. And my response was, who the bloody hell do you think you know? It was, do you understand the process? Yeah, of exactly. Of what's involved, what you asked? It's not, the, I, didn't, I didn't phrase it anything like this. It's not the location. To understand, I'll be travelling over multiple, multiple days shooting. Over hundreds of kilometres. Over hundreds of kilometres from before sunrise till after sunset, desperately trying to find light yep. on location that stands up as shot on in camera with no Photoshop that looks any good. Yeah. That's not a location. This is why I've said all along, the video never works well because you're trying to get us to shoot one day. And it might work in Europe where you can frolic through some bloody mountains and, yeah. and have a drone fly over top of you and all, everything looks cool. Yeah. But that's not what we got here. So I sent them, I sent them a few summary colour looking photos and said, these are not the locations I'm shooting. This is not what they will look like. <laughs> but this will give you a vibe. Yeah, of the field. This is then what Australia what the, looks like. <laughs> then they want to know. What the, then they want to know what the model. Uh, they can send me photos of the model. I said no, because <laughs> I haven't booked the model. And I don't intend to book the model until I know a when we'll be shooting, b where we'll be shooting. Yeah. But here's some random images of models in fields and other locations, <laughs> which are kind of what I have in mind. Yeah. Yours truly. <laughs> it's like it's like you know, I'm, and the thing is, I remember seeing one video from one guy, okay, and it was literally, it was a guy walking through in perfect light in European mountains, yeah, <laughs> uh, with drone following him, and everything looked cool, and he could shoot for one day, and yeah, he, and he didn't have very many images, and he said he didn't have any variety to his images, right? yeah, but they want to provide 20 to 30 completed images, plus another bunch of other stuff on top of that, image-wise as well, and it's like... 
you know, do you know what's involved in <laughs> logistics? <laughs> so, um, so I said yes. Uh, yeah. We'll come back and say we still want you to do it after that, but. Um, uh, so that, that's that's interesting. And I did get worded up that there's uh, another project, not for me to shoot, but they were looking for a oh, – I shouldn't say that. They are looking for somebody else with a different a – different, Aesthetic. Uh, a different subjects that they shoot. Right. They have a different – yeah, they asked me to shoot stuff I don't shoot anyway. I don't know what the, right. what the difference is. Uh, but, they yeah, they, they – um, they, they, so, so there's at least two new lenses coming. Right. The Tamron. So, cool. uh, so that's pretty good. That'll, that'll give me a bit of income for the start of the year off at least. <laughs> nice. So that's one bit of photo news, and that's hot, hot gossip because no one knows about that. Yeah. Even I looked on D Preview today. Yeah. Uh, what to expect in 2020? What you know, they're, they're guessing what's coming out in 2020, and the things weren't mentioned. So, uh, right. Tamron wasn't mentioned at all, which is rather sad, but still, right. what are you going to do? I've got a couple of bits and pieces to talk about. Yeah. But not. Thought we'd, uh, on New Year's Eve, I made a New Year's resolution. Yeah, that we're going to change up the podcast, and we're going to viciously and violently research and, and delve deep on topics before before we record. So when we talk, we talk with authority and, and knowledge. That and sounds any, any great. Good, <laughs> like any good uh, New Year's Eve you know, uh, resolution, uh, one past twelve. It was uh, dead by January two. <laughs> Better, no, one minute past twelve. I thought better on it. So, <laughs> that, that, so we're back to normal. Right, excellent. So Camera sales down forty percent across the board in twenty twenty. Wow, trying to make sense because twenty and twenty is forty. It's <laughs> <laughs> one way of looking uh, at it. Forty one percent. So that's um, a fairly fairly um, significant. Brutal. Uh, drop, you'd have to say. So and, that's uh, a, that's across all segments of the camera markets, across the entire board. Yeah, right. Uh, and in the break between uh, podcasts, uh, Photokina announced that it was stopping forever. So, uh, wow, gone. So the world's biggest photo show is now what's well, visited with my mum. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so that's yeah, that's a uh, uh, it was a big a lot of my industry, especially my European industry uh, friends, were quite devastated because once again, it's for the industry, it's such a social thing. You know, you yeah, you get a chance to catch up, don't ever normally get to see, and uh, that just doesn't exist anymore. So wow. rather sad. Yeah. In more depressing news, mm-hmm. Nikon are expecting a seven hundred and twenty million dollar loss this year. Is that all? <laughs> They've gone from $60 million profit last year. Wow. So it's basically a $80 million, the worst ever financial reporting in the company's history. Wow. Compare it with Canon, who expect to make $616 million profit. Okay. Yeah, and remember, both of those companies have had a significant slowdown if the 40% drop-off is to be expected, you know, it carries across, evenly across the board. Yeah. The thing, the Canon R5, biggest-selling SLR in the world, and the Nikon Z7, the second biggest. So they've got the second biggest selling SLR, and they're still going to post their biggest ever financial loss. Yeah, right. Speaks volumes, doesn't it? Yeah. So we've been saying uh, all along, uh, it's, 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 I think Nikon, over the next couple of years, unless something dramatic changes, are in some shaky ground. Do you, do you have any idea of what the 
previous, like the last 12 months, what the ratio has been between SLR and mirrorless in terms of sales? I reckon it'd be uh, 60, 40, 65, 35, something like that in the mirrorless's favor. Right. Okay. I would say. It's just going to change too because Nikon, uh, by the looks of it, discontinued their two bottom uh, of the range SLRs. Right. Uh, and one of those was the biggest selling camera in Japan, I think, two years ago. So, yeah, if, if they've got rid of their their volume unit or volume units, the product that's selling the most volume, yep. that 65, 35 or whatever it actually is, is probably going to shift quite a bit as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Here's an interesting little fact. I didn't look too much into it, but Roger Sakala, the guy who owns uh, LensRental.com, yep. he, he made an observation that – in the last year for rentals, Canon was number one in rentals. People were renting product for Canon. Okay. And Sony dropped down the pecking order. People are just not either not renting products for Sony or who knows what, but that that's uh, that's dropped down reasonably significantly by the sounds of it. So yeah. okay. Interesting things, interesting etceteras, et cetera's. Yeah. Once again, the market's shifting, changing, shifting, changing continually. Yeah. It seems it seems like Canon's, yeah, arrested. I think maybe their R five and R sixes have done what they needed to do to combat the Sony move. People moving to Sony, right? The sounds of it, um, and um, therefore their market share just stays good and strong. And yeah, right. Well, there you go. Wow. That's just some it's industry gossip, or not gossip, but factoids. Yep. To uh, I did see. Speaking of technology shifts and changes not that we were but we've been talking about this for the last year or so about ai developments yep uh what's the name of them uh samsung have just released their new s21 phones okay and the ai automatically removes distractions from the backgrounds of your photos what about how does it decide well remove people for an example in the background who who look at someone's walking past in your shot wow it will delete wow so that's um, and I'm sure I haven't looked into it. I've done my normal you know, 0.3 of a second research yeah. that you should have the option, obviously, to to say no, don't delete it, you know, to yeah, bring it of back. Course, of course, uh, or also be able to touch. The, I would imagine you should be able to touch the screen and say, "Get rid of that." Wow, and it should get rid of it. Is, wow. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah, there goes. Now should now shoot weddings uh, on uh, Samsung S21s. Well, I was just about to say when you when you hear that there's technology like this coming to smartphones, you can understand why the camera market has taken a forty percent bath over the last twelve months. But um, imagine if you shot weddings, yeah, uh, and then they get divorced. You can, do, you can give a leave <laughs> her out of all of them, sell the book to him. him out another book to her. I really love the way family. I looked on my wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the family photos and stuff. You can yeah. get rid of get rid of, yeah, bloke A or woman C. You know, bang gone. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Then I I, I saw Asus. Remember, you know, Asus, the computer company. It's actually pronounced Asus. Oh, Asus. Yep. The preview <laughs> had a thing on Asus. No, it's Petapixel. It's Petapixel. It's Petapixel. Same people. Yeah. Just different. Different content. Oh, okay. Occasionally. But they've they put a laptop with two screens. Right. It's got like a 
your normal laptop screen. And then in the four, in the ground between the keys and the, another screen, like a nine inch screen. Right. Which I thought, if you're doing your Photoshopery and stuff, yeah. that screen has all your tools. Oh, yeah. And you're working full with the photo on the other one. Yeah, cool. Brilliant little setup. You know, yeah. it's like with dual monitors on your on your desktop when you're doing your photos, but you can do it in the field. Yeah, right. Uh, or video editing, your timeline down the bottom screen yeah. and your footage at the top. And I can see huge benefits of the dual screen. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And the last thing I've got, I noticed uh, a woman who released three poems on photography. Oh, okay. I'd have a look, because as you do. Yeah. And then I said, oh, dear. And so I wrote my own. Oh, did uh, you? Well, I'll, I'll read a little bit of hers first and see where you can see where I went. Yeah, the way I went. Okay. Um, I feel the buzz. I crave the gleam of stratus clouds and citrus beam. My camera simply can't deny the rush in spark of firefly and cirrus trips in tangerine. I'm lifted by lush leaves of green. The bird, the bud, the beetle's sheen. In each fix that hits my eye, I feel the buzz. And it goes on. Right. My click addiction makes me sigh with every shot that fills my screen. I feel the buzz. Right. That's just one of her many okay. poems. Yep. So I came up with my own thinking of it. It's quite inspirational, Bruce. Okay. <laughs> I, should, I should have named it. You should maybe, have. Maybe I have a listener, uh, a, a listener poll. So they can, the best name wins and we'll name it. And publish it. Okay. So click, click, clickety. Yeah. Goes the shutter without a hitchity. <laughs> a thousand picks it's reckoned. A wedding tog shoots per second. <laughs> and somewhere in all that crappery, and somewhere in all that noise, is a bride and groom looking loverly, accidentally captured with his toys. <laughs> right. Yeah. Excellent. If, if, if this is inspiration to our listeners, maybe I'll do verse two. Right. And maybe, maybe I'll do the boudoir photography. We'll pick on Adam Davidson. <laughs> yeah, the, the art nude. Yeah. Okay. I didn't mean to be rude when you saw my art nude on Facebook. Yeah. No need to ban me. Yeah. Let's go on, eat a ban me. So that's a Vietnamese bread roll. See how I did there? Ban me. Ban right. me. <laughs> This is just, this is I'm just, glad yeah, you clarified what, that. What, what are these? What are these? What are these rappers call it when they're when they're just yeah they're just yeah just they're just free spirit wording out the words off the top. Don't of their they heads, call it so, freestyling? Yeah. I'm freestyling the poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> it, poem. Excellent. And um, I'm going to save that because I hadn't saved. It. I'm going to save that so. We- We've got it to be named for next week. Well, name it at the moment. It's temporarily because what the file's called. Click, click, clickety. <laughs> I think I think we can do better than that. Excellent. Do we read it one time so they'd have to rewind to listen to the joys of it? <laughs> Move we'll on to what? The... Well, you know they're going to listen to it. They go, oh, that was awesome. I want to hear that again. Right. And then they have to rewind the podcast to hear it again. Yeah. But if we if I read it again, yeah, they don't have to. Okay, read it again. Okay. Click, click, clickety. Goes the shutter without a hitchery. See what I did there? That's pretty good. Um, a thousand picks it's reckoned. A wedding tog shoots per second. And somewhere in all that crappery, and somewhere in all that noise, is a bride and groom looking loverly. 
too under the day. That's awesome, that bit. Uh, accidentally captured with his toys. Like, that's just, that's, that's just, oh, po- that's poetry. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> poetry works better without the asides. <laughs> just saying. But you have to let people know where the, where the clever bits are, otherwise they don't get- <laughs> Of course you do. It's a, it's a parent's thesis or something. I'm a parent. That's my thesis. It's a parenthesis. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> I used it for parent's thesis. Oh, that's, 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 um, I think we've uh, hit a high note for 2021 already. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Right up there with some of our worst. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to break into the podcast briefly to mention that we now have a Patreon account. If you get any value at all from our photographic giggle fest each week, we'd really appreciate it if you could spare a couple of bucks a month just to help keep the servers running. The link will be in the show notes. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. Uh, so, so you've got some things? Uh, I've just got a couple of things that I uh, collected over the break. Get snowflakes. I thought it was spam, so I didn't look at it. <laughs> so this is a, a photographer by the, by the name, I'm probably going to butcher this, Alexei Klatchev, I'm hoping. Let's just call him Alexei, shall we? This guy, yeah. This guy has done photographs of individual snowflakes. How? I have no idea, uh, but it is amazing stuff. Uh, I'm assuming it's not photoshopped. They they look like genuine photographs. And... Well, they look like genuine snowflakes. I'm not sure if they're genuine photos. Right. Doesn't mean they're not. Yeah, they're pretty... they're pretty amazing. If they if they are photographs of individual snowflakes, then he has done an amazing job. He did them seven years ago too. Is that right? Or from 2013. Right. So you're up to date as usual, Bruce. Oh, mate, I am. I'm on it. All the, all the up-to-date catching news for our listeners. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, but very cool stuff. That, that's, and it, you know what? Here's, here's the thing I noticed straight away, Bruce. Yeah. Uh, every one of those snowflakes is different. Yes, I noticed that. <laughs> Pretty cool, that. Amazing. <laughs> uh, the, next thing, the next thing that I found was the longest ever photographic exposure. There's a mistake. Is that the mistake one? Well, yes and no. Uh, this photographer by the name of Regina Valkenborg, she was a fine art student at the University of Hertfordshire in southern England, and she created these pinhole cameras by putting photographic paper inside soft drink cans and placing them out in the field. And what happened was that she left a few of them uh, set up on the grounds of the university, but they got forgotten. And eight years went by. And the head of technology, a guy by the name of David Campbell, not the Australian singer, uh, he happened to find these cans and, and he knew what they were. And so he reached out to her and said, oh, found one of these cans. Uh, what do you want done with them? And she went, I'll just chuck them out. They've probably all failed. And he didn't. He actually pulled them all apart and retrieved the photographic paper. And in one of them was this uh, basically eight-year time lapse of the passing of the sun 
across <laughs> across this landscape. Like, what do they say? Two thousand nine hundred and fifty three arced trails of the sun. Yeah. Uh, on this one piece of photographic paper over eight years. So they, they think it's the longest f- photographic exposure ever, um, you know, successfully captured, even if it was unintentional. It was pretty amazing. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. So anyway. It was, it was, it was very cool. So, I mean, accidentally very cool. Yeah. It's like that, that, that one of the guys set up the pinhole cameras in Berlin with like a 100-year exposure. And oh, really? He's got, he's, got, he's got eight pinhole cameras around Berlin, and it's going to record the change of the Berlin landscape over the next 100 years. And then, he, then he'll go back and take them all down and, and get them developed and hold an exhibition. He'll be dead. Yeah, that's the downside of his whole plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, people, I imagine, yeah, he's going to have to leave a very big note somewhere. Yeah, saying, don't move or this he, camera. Yeah, and also... Boy, go get the cameras. It's up. Time's up. Yeah. Uh, and, and by the way, this is how you develop. This is how you, you access them. This is the technology you need to somehow reinvent or whatever it may be. But but, yeah, but it's, it's kind of a little bit like that, but a shorter version, obviously, in the eight years. But yeah. It was. But, uh, but it's kind of like that, that forgotten, finding that old roll of film in the bottom of your cupboard somewhere and <laughs> finding photos on it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, And just a couple of days ago, I got an email from the team at Affinity, the mob who make Affinity Photo. Uh, And as I've mentioned in the past, this company was called Serif or Serif, however you want to say it. Uh, And I've used some of their products in the past, and they have always made great uh, products. And they've now developed Affinity Photo, which is basically poor man's photoshop and i've yet to run it on windows so i i I don't know exactly what it's like so i haven't used it but from the videos that i've seen it looks amazing and the whole point of the email that they sent out was to say last year was crap we discounted our software by 50% and gave everyone a three-month free trial of the software. We thought that by now everything would be back to normal, and clearly it is not. So they have reintroduced the 50% pricing, and it's not just on Affinity Photo, it's on all of the Affinity products. And they've reintroduced the 90-day free trial, and they even said in the email that even if you have previously used a three-month trial, you can have it again. And so I went to the website just tonight before we started recording to look at the pricing. Affinity Photo is less than 40 Australian dollars, and you own it outright. It's none of this pay-by-the-month cloud subscription crap yeah so i thought you know what stuff it i'm buying it even though i'm on linux these days i i I do still use windows for all my audio and video production yeah so i thought stuff it so i just bought a copy of it and i will run it on windows but i will also endeavor to get it running on linux through uh, what's called wine a windows emulator so yeah, but I just thought I'd mention it because having used some of their software in the past, I know how good they are at what they do, uh, and I expect that Affinity Photo will be a very good alternative for anyone who's looking for a cheaper alternative or a, you know, something that they get to own outright. Uh, and yeah. I figured at that kind of pricing, what have you got to lose? I mean, really, 40 bucks, 
Yeah. Well, uh, do you want to know something weird, Bruce? What's that? As you're waffling on, I kind of zoned out. <laughs> As you do. Right. So I'm on my phone. Yeah. On Facebook. I'm just scrolling through Facebook. Yeah. And there's an advert for Affinity. <laughs> it was listening to us, mate. <laughs> I've got the headphones on. Right? So have the phone here with noise cancelling headphones on. Oh, it knows. It Special knows. Creative software. And uh, what happens if I click the button? How bizarre is that, though? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, just so a message for Affinity. Yep. So anyway, I just wanted to mention it because, um, yeah. They, they do good software, and, and given the pricing, I don't think you can go wrong, even if you install it and then go, yeah, nah, it's not really for me. Yeah, you're only out 40 bucks. Or even if you just do the tri- free trial and then decide to yeah, buy it or not. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, three-month free trial. So, uh, yeah. And like yeah, I said, you can get that for going. all their software, not just Affinity Photo. Yeah. So, well, yeah. It's on, it's on for they've got it here for affinity content 50 percent off was it uh oh that's what I, I, oh, yeah i was going to mention that as well so they've also got a whole bunch of add-on packs like you know extra brush packs extra texture packs extra font packs oh, so they get you up so extra money yeah but most of them were like under 20 bucks australian uh, most of them were 17 or 18 bucks there was a couple that were 22 dollars 23 dollars so it's not expensive affinity publishers 38.99 yep uh, um, designer. Yeah, I think they were all the same. About thirty-eight ninety-nine yeah. Australian. Yeah, um, twelve US dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so, you can even buy t-shirts, Bruce. They've got t-shirts. They've got workbooks. You could do it. You could start a whole new um, YouTube content. <laughs> I could. <laughs> but a sidebar. You should, what, you, what you should do? You should also do a Lightroom. You know, you should do a Lightroom one. If you can, yeah, you could go. You could go YouTube full time. I could. There you go. Yeah. Hey, you—you you will be happy to know that I took it. I took notice of yeah. your, of your advice. Oh, did you? Yeah. And you started doing uh, seek part one, part two, part three. Yes. And uh, I'm getting many more views. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, so it started out with uh, one of the. One of the videos that I did last year, oh, it might have been on the panoramas. I broke that up into a series. Uh, yeah. But then when when uh, the new version came out on Christmas Day, as is always the case with Darktable, there's always a new stable release on Christmas Day. Next week, Christmas Day in July. So what I did was I looked at all of the stuff that was new for version 3.4 and I went, wow, if I cram all this into one video, it's going to be like an hour long. So I thought I'll do as Glenn said, and I'll break it up into four 15-minute videos, give or take. And so that's what I did, and I published them as part one of four, part two of four, part three of four, part four of four. And it works. Yeah, absolutely. Now, here's the most important next thing. And YouTube was ecstatic. Why? Because they said your stats are booming. You've you've uh-huh. got so many more views than normal, and blah blah blah. And it was all exciting. And if we get that when we when we say we're not watching a show, <laughs> we're not doing. A- <laughs> You're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> Length of time people are listening or watching, I should say. Yeah. So that hasn't really changed. Right. So I've gone from you know, average view time of eight minutes for a 40-minute video to average view time of eight minutes for a 15-minute video. Yeah, but that 40 minutes is now three three dots. It's actually watching 24 minutes. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. So, so they're watching three minutes of your content, 
effectively, yep. rather than one quarter. Yep. Awesome, dude. So, yeah. So, very happy with that. That's almost like I know what I'm doing. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> the guy doesn't have a channel himself, but just know humans. <laughs> and that's great stuff. You know, yeah. what you need to do now Shorten them further. So, how long? How long's your videos? Well, I'm sort of getting them down to around about the 15 to 18 minute mark. But the people are watching for how long? Roughly eight minutes. Okay, so what you need to do is now do no longer than 10 minute parts. Yeah. And if you can get people watching eight minutes of a 10 minute video, over five parts. Yep. Rather than eight minutes of a 15 minute video over four parts, the same. Yeah. You'll boom, dude. Yep. So do it. Get that yep. in 10 minutes. The people are telling you how long they want to watch. Yeah. They're telling you. Your customers are saying, hey, look, it's like, uh, thank God there's no podcast buddy feedback. <laughs> no, people <laughs> the first minute. Yeah, the other 59 is wasted. Yeah. You know? But your YouTube audience is telling you how long they want to watch for. Yeah. And you're doing a disservice. But it should be. So instead, in fact, instead of one 15 minute video, it should be two eight minute videos. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's 10 parts or 12 parts long, dude. They'll watch them all if they're interested in the content. Yeah. But they want, they want these bite sized pieces. Yeah. Now, the only other thing that would be really interesting if you get the statistics is do people go from part one and then go straight to part two? Or do they, you know, and it's probably not possible to get, or do they wait a day and then watch part two, or wait a day and then watch part three, that kind of thing? Yeah, I don't think YouTube gives you that sort of granularity, unfortunately. But that'd be interesting. So I, I would say you need to, you need to, and the thing is, if you've gotten down to 10 minute videos, yep. can you stretch them from eight minutes to nine minutes or eight minutes to the full 10 minutes? Yeah. They look um, at just the half minute mark or whatever, and they say, oh, still, still tw- twice as much to go. Yeah. Yeah. Just out that on a related note, I was talking to Rakesh today. Oh, the lovely Rakesh. She's yeah. lovely. And he was saying that, you know, because we were talking about this idea of rather than one long video, you know, making four shorter videos. And he said to me, what you want to do is when you produce a, a short series of videos that covers a certain topic, he said, rather than just putting them all in the one, you know, mega playlist that I have on YouTube at the moment, which is just called Dark Table, he said, yeah. create a playlist for that handful of videos that relates Absolutely. to one Absolutely. little topic. Panoramas or yeah. whatever it may be. Because he said, the thing is that if, if you get people to hit on the playlist rather than just on one of the videos, at least when autoplay you know, selects the next video, it'll be another one of your videos. Whereas if they're just hitting one of your videos not in a playlist, then autoplay might take them off down a rabbit hole on somebody else's content afterwards. Exactly, as it does. So, yeah, so lots of things to consider and implement. And and you you should finish every episode with what's in the next part. Yeah, if only I was organised enough to know that far ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should because, you, well, uh, you should record the whole thing in one go, the 45 minutes or whatever it is, break it down. Oh, I see. Right, yes, for, the, for, for when it's in a, in a multi-part sequence. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yep. yeah and then, then just go, on oh, next part we'll be covering blah, blah, blah. Yep. Before the thing you're there. Yep. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe and go that little bell so you'll be notified. <laughs> oh, that crap they do all the time, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then what you need to do is also release the whole lot as one. So parts one to ten, let's say, right? And one to ten in one video. 
Yeah, right. So stuff from Baird, who's a, a, an outdoor adventure guy um, up in the northwest, ter- up in upper reaches of Canada. He does 15 days solo in the Yukon kind of videos, and it's surviving wow. by himself in the wild. And he'll do parts one to 15, and then he'll put the whole thing together as so a four and a half hours, the whole movie. Yeah, and right. People sit there and watch the whole four and a half hours. You know? Wow. Um, it, it's it, it's really so you should it's a, don't give people don't don't you know, it doesn't cost you or hurt you to put up a, the full thing in one one batch as well. True. The option. Yeah. True. Uh, but but your customers, your listeners, your watchers are telling you eight minutes is what they want on average. Yeah, right. So it's a disservice, and they're missing out and stuff. Yep. Because you're being a bastard. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Be nice to your people, and they'll be nice to you. Yeah. So, I, I, so, so I, I, we, we want we want feedback on when you change it over to that. How how it impacts you. I'd love to see if you can get them past the nine minute mark. You know? Okay. Yep. Because I think you'll find anyone to watch eight minutes on YouTube on one video. It's quite a long time anyway. Yeah. For YouTube. Yeah. So YouTube's a two or three minute yeah thing. Mm. So good stuff. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Um, cool. Well, I, I'd like to say it's been a pleasure uh, doing this again with you. Of course you would. I really would. <laughs> Good to talk, matey. You too. And for everybody who came back, we'd like to thank you individually. And uh, happy Christmas was good. And yeah. uh, use the 15-minute blank space at the end to tell us how it was. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right, mate. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye, all. Bye. Shutters Inc. For questions, comments, and feedback, email theboys at shuttersinpodcast.com.